All right, welcome in on another episode of the Outside the Lines podcast. Today, we will discuss a couple new recruitment commitments, as well as the Big 12 realignment. Yes, the Pac-12 sounds like it's going to be completely demolished by the end of the week, and we're just going to sprinkle some of our thoughts on that whole initiative. But of course, as always, we are brought to you by BNC Fieldhouse. Head on over to BNC Fieldhouse for the best drink deals on Welsh Avenue as best as well as best place to watch the big game. Head on over there every single day for their everyday deals. They have vodka, rum, and tequila pitchers, 32 ounces for $5. So head on over to BNC, support our boy Ben. And without further ado, we will get into our thoughts on the Big 12 realignment. So I'm going to pass the torch, actually, because I feel like you're probably a little bit more in tune with what's going on than me. I know that you've been following the conference realignments very extensively. So, new, you know what? Just give it to me. What are your thoughts? Um, my thoughts are, if you're an Iowa State fan, which if you're listening to this podcast, you're more than likely an Iowa State fan. I'd say pretty, pretty big chance. Big Iowa State fan. Um, you should be really happy about, about this news and some, um, you know, I think we all kind of knew going into whatever the next round of realignment was going to be that the big 10 and the sec were perfectly safe. You know, any school that is, is in those conferences has a nice, safe, stable future. Um, and then it kind of got a little weird because you have the big 12, the current big 12, um, I'd say even before adding, you know, um, BYU, all those teams that, uh, you know, we made the third most amount of money on our TV deals rights of all conferences, third most uh, amount of money per year. That's, that's honestly what the biggest pitch is to a lot of these schools is, is like, Hey, we have the best TV deals. We bring in the most revenue for our schools. That's why you want to be in our conference. The ACC is then fourth in the PAC 12 was fifth and last. And there was actually a pretty sizable gap between the big 12 and um, the ACC and the PAC 12. I believe it was over 10 million a year, which is a lot when it's, I think it's around 40 ish million, 30 high thirties or something million um, that the big 12 had the sec and the big 10 were pretty close to 50 ish million. Um, and then I believe the ACC and PAC 12 are right around um, high twenties. So yeah, I mean, if if you're an Iowa State fan, this is a fantastic development because it brings stability to the conference when, honestly, if conference realignment were to happen and the Big 12 was in the, the element of getting poached, which it has been getting poached the last couple of realignments, um, Iowa State wouldn't probably be at the top of the pecking order due to how much money they bring in. They bring in, they're on the, the lower end of the totem pole for the amount of money they bring in. Um, you know, while we do have a passionate fan base, good school, all this kind of stuff, um, our, our revenue generating and and the athletic department is on the lower end of schools in the big 12 currently. So, so I want to, I want to stop you there. So you said we produce the third highest revenue of all big 12 teams. Was that behind Oklahoma and Texas? No, we don't, we don't No, you misheard that the big 12 conference produces the third most revenue of all the conferences. Ah, That makes a lot more sense. Cause I was yes. about to say Iowa state, you know, producing high revenue than big oil and Texas tech Baylor. That'd be pretty cool. But, um, didn't believe no. it. Um, yes, no, I would say it's on the lower end of the tone pole. I believe we were actually last, um, the last time I saw it for the big 12 and that was just for the 10 schools that are currently in it right now. Um, 
and we were just behind, I believe, West Virginia and K-State. We also don't know what TCU and Baylor make because they're private institutions, so they do not have to publicly share that information. So they're actually not a part of that. But and, yes. And those were the two that I was thinking like they could go either way. Cause like, you know, Texas just has that oil money. I don't know how ingrained into that industry TCU or Baylor is, but I imagine that they're probably bringing in a lot or um, they're the exact opposite just because they are kind of, you know, privately funded schools. So I don't know, but that does surprise me that we were last. I was going to say K state probably would have been behind us, but I don't know. I guess maybe their tradition speaks a little bit louder than ours. Yes. Um, yeah. I think uh, some of it is dependent on, yeah, kind of tradition. Um, a lot of it's third tier TV rights too. So having a good um, setup for that, that's why Kansas does really well because they make a lot of money off of their basketball third tier TV rights. They're actually yep. third in the conference. Um, so there are a lot of elements that go into it. Um, and, and the, the third tier TV rights is probably one of the bigger ones there. And I think like Cyclones, that TV was kind of um, slow to the game there. But, but yeah, so I mean, obviously, including if the rumors right now are six Pac-12 comp teams are potentially looking at joining. You, you want to read them off? You know the six? I'm off the top of my head right now, I believe it was it's, Arizona, Arizona State, Colorado, Utah, Oregon, and Washington. Perfect. Look at yes. you. Um, Completely leaving out. Um, Oregon State, Washington, Washington State, Cal, Stanford. Um, that should be it. Because then USC and UCLA, and UCLA are already, already left. Can. Yes. Yeah. So, so, I mean, I mean, for the ones that are wanting to come into – the big 12, I would, I would say those are the six I'd probably want from the pac 12. Maybe I, I want to be opposed to switching out maybe Colorado for Cal, but I do think it's kind of just that sweet revenge that Colorado is likely coming back to the big 12, you know, just crawling back to their X and we are just going to be completely, you know, petty toward them for the next handful of years for sure. Like, Oh, oh yeah. How did the pac 12 work out for you? That's gonna be pretty fun. So maybe for the sake of that, I'm okay with Colorado coming back in, but I don't know. I, I wouldn't mind Cal, but other than that, the, the six teams, I mean, those, those are the ones that you want. They've been very solid for years. Washington state had, you know, a year or two with Gardner Minshew where they were relevant, but other than them, nah, Stanford, they're too smart for us. I mean, we don't want those nerds in our conference, right? Oregon state, who, who are they? And Cal again, which I said, Cal, sure. I would, I would accept them, but I like the six that are, um, you know, potentially coming, hopefully coming. Yes. Yes. I, I think, um, you know, I mean, I mean, these are, these are very, very good schools. And, and even you could say before the big 12 decided to expand to BYU, um, Cincinnati, Houston, and UCF, I would take all six of these schools before those four, I would probably still take the four remaining schools in the back 12 before those four too. I think the only one I'd kind of, would like a little bit more is, is I, I, I do think Cincinnati and BYU bring Cincinnati is an interesting one. Cause I think they're kind of like on the up and then BYU actually has a very good, like large fan base though. They are, um, you know, the whole won't play on Sundays and uh, being a religious school kind of makes it a little bit difficult with some things there, but um, I, I'm not going to lie. I don't, I really don't hate Houston either though. Like I, I like, I, I, I kind of put Houston in like a too much Texas, one day, have enough Texas. 
Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, I, I do hear that, and that does annoy me. But I yeah. do think that, um, you know, Houston kind of reminded me a little bit of a 1A, 1B versus Cincinnati, like Cincinnati being that 1A, Houston being that 1B, and just the sense that they've just been slowly climbing that ladder for a while kind of makes sense that they join a conference, and I'm very okay with them joining ours, especially, like, basketball. Like, that's – I think at this point, the Big 12 is – I mean, I, I try the to best basketball the conference. It's, no, it's, it's going to be the best be. conference. It's no got to be. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I like them for that reason. UCF, I could have taken them or, you know, left them. I think if we grabbed UCF a few years ago, there would have been more hype. But um, I feel like the hype has kind of dwindled down since Scott Frost left. But uh, no, I, I I personally like all of those teams, including the ones that we added. Like, I, what, what would this it would make us 18, 18 teams total, right? It would be 18 teams. Things I've seen are, are a lot of – well, no, no, no. It'd be 16. Oh, it would be 18 with the six. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, because um, we lost two, you know, brought us down to eight with Oklahoma, Texas leaving, added four with BYU, Houston, 12, UCF, and that, yeah. Cincinnati, and then this six. I think the, to 18. the first early rumors was, was um, Washington and Oregon were not a part of that because Washington and Oregon wanted to get in the Big Ten, and I believe the Big Ten did not – accept them or was not basically open with open arms to them is what I heard. I would say Oregon for sure, dude. Oregon is going to be good for any conference. Yeah. I, I think, I, I think if you're the, I mean, if you're a big 10 right now, you're already sitting at what 16 now um, with the addition of UCLA and USC. Right. But they're pursuing 18. Was that not 18? They're also, right? yeah, they're, they're supposedly looking at Notre Dame. I, I think that's the one that they're, they're really trying to grab Notre Dame. And then, and that nab, scares me because I, I could see Notre school. Dame doing that. I could, because I, I could, because point, I think the ACC is also going to start getting poached. I think it's going to be, oh, it's yeah. going to be, I think it's honestly going to turn into a three conference, three yep. 20 team conference, 18 to 20 team conference alignment that. The ACC top dogs like Clemson, Florida State, maybe Virginia Tech. Um, what about not, Miami? In Miami, I did forget about the U, would maybe go to the SEC. Some mm-hmm. ACC schools that could get taken would be, hell, we could, I, I don't know. I don't know what Duke, North Carolina, those schools do because they're not, they're not football. They're, you know, they, they obviously have great basketball and academic, like they have great academics. So I feel like they fit the Big Ten a little bit better. Um, but it's also like the big tens pretty packed right now. Like they're the ones that are, are whatever with it. So I, I don't know. And then, you know, the thing that I saw was like, you could see like a Louisville pit potentially come to the big, big 12. That'd be a good fit of, of kind of renewing some of those old, uh, big East rivalries with like West Virginia and whatnot by having, and like, I do like stuff. That. I would love that. I, I will Louisville say in the, the, the big 12 but there's no way. I mean, I think you're right. I think that's where it's moving to big 12, big 10 sec. Boom. That's it. Um, I hope the ACC stays and I'm just gonna be very real here. If we go to that three conference layout, big 12, big 10 sec, and that's it. Let's just be real, man. The big 12 is going to be at the bottom of the barrel there. So in a way, yeah, I oh, want yeah. the ACC to survive. 
So that way we aren't the bottom of the barrel, or at least going into conference realignment, we're not the bottom of the I, barrel. And I think the ACC has enough. It would look really foggy with just the geography of it all, but they have enough that they could probably, you know, stay upright for at least another five years and just give it another five-year try. Um, but right now, I think if it, you are long-term minded, you're, you're probably going to want to jump ship and go to one of the conferences if you're going to want to last 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it really just depends on what the SEC wants to do because if the SEC wants to keep being aggressive, they, you know, basically an SEC and Big Ten invite is a golden ticket. You get that, you have, you're not going to have to worry about anything for your athletic department. You know, you're going to make the most money and, you know, whatever with it, have the most stability. And the ACC has some schools that they could certainly be interested in, you know. Um, and I can, I can see them, you know, if they only poach a couple, you know, if they maybe just try and take like a, a Clemson, Florida state and, and nab those, I could see that. That's but I, I, think, I think if you, if, you know, they try and do what they did to the big 12, basically like, Hey, we're going to, we're going to take the cream of the crop off of your conference and you can figure out how to survive after that. If the SEC does that, I think the, the, you know, the ACC obviously can, can survive after that. But I think if they try to take four potentially, then that's where it's going to get you're going to see kind of this hell break loose that's happening to the PAC 12 right now. You know, the PAC 12 is they lost their two biggest ones. And now all of the other ones, because the PAC 12 is already in disarray. It makes the least amount of money and it, it struggles the most. And now I don't it's, even think they've had one singular college f- football playoff appearance. Have they, they have I, I, Washington, I Washington went one year Thank you. and they got, they Thank got you. smoked by Alabama, I believe, yeah. which everyone gets smoked by Alabama, but anyway, so nothing there, nothing new there. Yeah. So I, I think, yeah, I think that's kind of the biggest thing to watch here. I mean, obviously if the, if the PAC 12 can somehow rope and keep this group that's talking to the big 12, then that's going to be a huge bummer for the big 12. And it's going to potentially put a, a big damper in this, this super conference thing where then you're going to have these tiers of a big 10 sec ahead of everyone else and everyone else kind of fighting for it. Um, but if the sec decides to be aggressive because the big 10 is being aggressive, then I can, I can certainly see the ACC falling victim to too, because I just, I don't, I don't know who, the SEC, which the SEC wouldn't try to nab anyone from the Big 12, you know, that's kind of thing. The Big 12's in this set of like mm-hmm. you took you took our two biggest guys, um, and we're just reloading with some like pretty, pretty solid people, but no one to write home about that you couldn't have already gotten, you know. So it's kind of where it's at. It's it's interesting. It it sucks. And but it's also like it's refreshing to right now, and we're not gonna count our chickens before they hatch because you know, we're like Hey, yeah, we might have AJ Green, Isaiah Brockington, and Tyrese Hunter in our backcourt next year, and we don't have any of them. And that was something that was stated. So it's like, I don't feel awesome, com- yeah, yeah, I don't feel comfortable. That, that's that's um, such like a hilarious thing to reminisce. <laughs> honestly, like I can't believe we actually thought that that could have happened. I think about it yeah. honestly probably like once a day, to be honest. Like it, one of them, I'll just like I'll see the on Twitter or something will remind me, and I was like, I can't believe I thought that for a second. Like, whatever. Anyways, but so it's like I, 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 I don't want to repeat that. When I creep on Tyrese Hunter's social media, that's usually when I think about yeah. it. Oh man, yeah. I, I still follow him. Like I, <laughs> I always want to comment on his stuff. Like, hey man, I hope you're doing well. If you Roll ever want to just hit me up and and come back visit Ames again, maybe just toss on a jersey, play for us for a couple games. That's cool too. Yeah, but, but whatever. It's, it's no big deal if not. Yeah. Be completely beta to him. Anyway. Yeah. So I don't want to be jumping in that of like, oh, we're stable because we're not. 
there's nothing stable till it fucking happens and it's finalized. But it's nice to not be the ones that's like super worried when the word realignment gets mentioned. You know, like this has been after it, this has kind of been the first time where it's like, okay, Iowa State has a good shot at staying in a power five conference. Like, and that's just always been a huge worry. If you're an Iowa State fan, hey Ralph, that's just gotta be a big worry that you have in general because you know, you just have to be realistic of, of where we are, what conference we've been in and, and how much money we make and, and that kind of stuff that, you know, we are, there's a reason why we're not getting the invitations when things happen. And, and you have to be realistic with who you are and what you are. You know, it's great that our football has certainly been much improved. You know, I would be, cause, cause that's much, where you're going to drive the revenue. Like if, it is, if you're going to, yeah. That's the revenue driver, right? Unless there. you, you want to choose a sport to be good at, be, be good at football. Unless you are an elite blue blood basketball program, all of your athletic revenues can be generated predominantly by your football football team. And, and, and we're not Kansas. We're not Kentucky. And Kentucky's no, actually not, not even close on the up and up with we football don't even, anyway. No, we don't. So, we don't bring any anywhere near what those schools do. Those are no. those those schools have what I call it's like it's the Yankee fan where it's like they've been so good historically that you'll get random people at random parts of the country that root for them just because they're good. They get, they get the bandwagon fans like those blue bloods do. And that's what drives them to be these big programs that bring in a lot more revenue because they have I, a I don't know, man. That I, isn't like Iowa state, you know, like I, a lot of Iowa state fans are from Iowa went to Iowa state or by association. A lot of these we, other ones, we got are a like, ton of fans in texas california new dude we got fans all a over lot and a lot are of you them. kidding me i'm kidding <laughs> we, yeah. we don't okay um let's say i, I had to make up. myself aware of that i was joking this time yes yes Dick. so uh, <laughs> but yeah I, I think um yeah it's you know having matt campbell and kind of how the football team has been doing it it makes you feel a lot a little bit more com- comfortable going into realignment than probably where we would have felt in like what 2011 and 12 when what, that was when like Missouri and um, you know, Colorado were leaving and this kind of stuff that, you know, makes your stomach turn a little bit. Cause you're like, okay, we're just historically bad at football and we don't really bring a lot to the table. Academically, we're pretty middle of the pack. We're a large land grant university, which is I think a great philosophy for college universities, but it's not like you're uh this elite institution, we lost our AAU status as well um, recently. So, yeah, it's like, you know, it's, it's nice to at least have a football positive, uh, like, future outlook a little bit. Mm-hmm. Fingers crossed. I, I was Fingers just going to say, you know, Not trying keep, to keep going, man. No, no, keep keep bashing on Iowa State. What, what else are we shitty at? What, um, our logo is shit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yeah, stupid eye block logo, boring, yawn. Other mm-hmm. than that, though, I mean, like, and I think the other thing too that you know we've we've kind of mentioned a little bit is that TV isn't as big of a deal now. We're seeing like you know the Big Ten it previously grabbed like Rutgers and Maryland to get into these markets, just TV markets in general. But we're seeing like obviously with the evolution of cord cutting and stuff that that's not always a big priority. Some of the bigger priorities are going to be fan base and, um, you know, revenue from your athletic department, boosters, things like that. 
You know, it's going to be a new form of revenue. Huh? Actually, this is more of a question. I think this is accurate, but you can correct me if I'm wrong. Won't like sports betting partners become a huge, you know, intrigue, I guess, with, you know, just bringing in more revenue. Cause it, I'm again, please correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, I'm saying this just purely off the seat of my pants. Okay. So I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure that like, if you have more people betting on your team and you kind of go about it a certain way, then you can have now. Should I just stop on my tracks right there? I, I thought um, I had heard that somewhere. Maybe I'm not. I don't know if you have more people betting on your team. If that, I don't believe that kind of wind falls down to you at all. Um, I'm not, well, who I'm does not it fall exactly down to? sure. Huh? Who, who, who would it fall down to? Because it's not going to like go back to the NCAA at all, but there's, a lot more people betting, which the only way to help out with the betting on your team is simply just relevance. Like there's nothing else about that. Like there literally, there's nothing else about that besides just relevance. So I don't really know how that would help, but I mean, there's gotta be something there that you can, I, I just don't know the legality of it because I don't know if you can really you know, bring in that money to your individual school or if it would get divvied out to your conference or just the NCAA or what, but like, I don't know. I, I feel like whatever i'm not i'll dive into that and come to it later no i'm honestly not terribly certain how um how sports gambling has been integrated into college athletics because uh it's it's just something that i haven't seen where like you know like a certain league you know the nfl has a deal with like a book maker and stuff i haven't really seen that in the ncaa as much of like you know does the big 12 have an official bookmaker I, I could totally be wrong that's something that i could look up i mean but i'm not sure i'm not sure so then i don't know how that goes exactly this is partially it. where i'm getting it from like the usfl i'm sure people have seen at least one game or have seen snippets of it you look in that audience it looks terrible it looks Correct. really bad that's not where they're making their money they're making all of their money on sports book platforms just you know People betting on USFL, whether they're even watching the game or not, all of that money is going to the USFL and in turn going to their partners through Fox. I think CBS is also another partner of them. And that's kind of where they're finding their revenue source. And I guess that's where my question is. I don't know where that money goes for college athletics, but I mean, it it doesn't go nowhere. It's got to go somewhere. I just don't know exactly how that looks or if you can even kind of finagle your way into becoming like, I don't know, FanDuel is exclusive sportsbook provider of all Big 12 games, some shit like that. I don't know, but there's, I feel like there's just got to be something out there, contract that you can whip up something because it is such a new industry that you got to tap into it quick before anyone else does, which is kind of why, I mean, I just threw that idea out there, but hell, what if the Big 12 becomes the first conference to have an exclusive sportsbook partner, people aren't going to stop not betting on the end of, on Big Twelve. They're they're, they're just going to get that platform. So I mean, that's just me spitballing an idea, but there's yes. got to be something there in that untapped market. So I did Google it, and it does look like some teams started to, specifically some schools started to form partnerships with it. So it does look like it's more school versus um, conference. The conference could obviously do something similar too, but it would probably take an interesting element of like, you'd have to get all the schools in on it. Um, whereas they might just allow schools to do their own thing because that kind of seems to be 
an appeal to bigger programs and, you know, conferences want that. Um, that was one thing that I always okay. said was nice about the big 12 is that they allowed these teams to have their third tier rights so that Texas and Oklahoma wouldn't be getting the same amount of money as Iowa state does because they can go sell their third tier rights themselves. AKA that's how the long North longhorn network was formed, which does make it a little bit more appealing if you go to the sec and then it's like, okay, Texas is going to make the same amount of money as Vanderbilt. Is Texas going to bring in more money for the conference in Vanderbilt? Oh, hell yes. But at the end of the day, because of how they structure those rights, that's not going to be the case. So, um, so yeah, I, and you know, that is an untapped market. You know, it's, it's one of those that will, will certainly come to come to fruition. All the NIL stuff is, is making it weird as well. Ralph has takes as well here. Um, it's just something that I would say has to continue to be progressive on because it's something that, you know, like we said, they're not in the best state financially. When you look at other power five programs, it's just being realistic with it. Um, so say that one more time. I don't think anyone's heard that on this episode okay. yet. Okay. Yeah, no, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep. Back. I love Iowa State so much, but it's like it's one of those things that it keeps me, keeps me grounded. You know, it keeps the expectations realistic, especially when the word realignment is thrown out there. So that's true. Um, you, you know what? The way you fix um, Iowa State athletics bringing more revenue, one sportsbook partner, two beer sales. Just beer, make beer it easy. Sales on is definitely a good one. Just sell booze in Hilton Coliseum and Jack Trice. And, you know, just don't even tell anyone about it. Just like one day, just do it. Don't even make an announcement. Just we'll walk into Jack Trice, be like, hey, can I have a water? And someone's like, hey, do you want a vodka water instead? We're like, holy shit. Are you serious? That'd be, that's awesome. That'd be awesome. I don't know. Kind of like how Beyonce dropped that one album like overnight and didn't tell anyone, didn't do a press release and everyone just blew up about it. I don't think I would say it's big enough to do anything like that, but I don't know. It could be kind of funny, but um, I appreciate you walking me through big 12 realignment and your thoughts on it and how Iowa state has no money. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know. Realignment scary. That's, that's just, that's the simple fact of it. So, um, you know, I'm not going to keep bashing Iowa State because I think people got the point. <laughs> but, but yeah, <laughs> there's a reason why when the word realignment gets thrown out, Cyclone Twitter kind of gets a little wild because you'll even see random people being like, after this realignment talks, it looks like Iowa State and Wake Forest and um, K-State are just going to be on the outside looking in. And it's like, right now, that doesn't look like the case, which is nice to see for the Cyclones at least. So it's like where we were last year. Cause it, the news broke with Oklahoma and Texas almost a year ago, I think quite literally less than 12 months ago. And it's kind of like, well, how the turntables look where we are now, huh? Started from the bottom. Now we're here. And technically we never really went to the bottom, but you know what I mean? Um, any last thoughts on that before I get into the last couple recruitment commitments? No, I, I think we just, we really got to hope that, um, the big 12 pressures, these six pack 12 schools enough. And then we're looking at a pretty stable big 12 for at least the foreseeable future. And so that's what, you know, cyclone nation really needs to be, uh, hoping for, you know, I don't give a fuck about geological alignment. I just want Iowa state to be in a power five conference and be able to make revenue and be on a somewhat level playing field with the other conferences and teams. That's kind of what you hope for with how, the landscape of college athletics is going, you know, last thing on this, but the geographical alignment actually could be kind of dope. 
That means we have Big 12 football being played as early as 10 a.m. all the way through midnight because of those crazy time zones. That could be actually really fun. But, um, yeah, no. We'll see how it all shakes out. Some news for the recruiting world. Um, Basketball, we had Jelani Jelani Hamilton, four-star guard, um, commit to ISU. So that's going to be huge. We're going to have him, Taman Lipsy. Uh, should, should we should we play the um the starting five just like we did with Tyrese Hunter, Isaiah Brockington, and I'm 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 out on any basketball <laughs> yeah. um counting eggs before they hatch. I, I'm totally yep. out on it. I'm not gonna do it anymore. Nope, not until the season tips off in November. While I be like, oh, this is the starting lineup. Nice. <laughs> yeah, that then we're okay to do that. So Johnny yeah. Hamilton, huge recruit, like actually a very legitimately yes. awesome pickup for Ots and Co. Um. Four-star guard. Let me say that one more time. Four stars. Yeah, it feels good. All yes. Right. The next one, we also have in football, um, Brandon Henderson, three-star offensive lineman, committing to Iowa State. So, it's all, you know what? The, I, those are the least sexy pickups, but probably the most important. You get your line stacked on both offensive and defensive end, and shit just goes a lot easier. Games just, are one in the trenches, baby. Every, oh, Games my gosh. Games yeah. are one in the trenches. The running game picks up. The passing game opens up because you have more time for stuff to develop. And on the defensive end of things, you put pressure on the quarterback. A lot more, you know, easy picks. Um, oh gosh, just it's one of the trenches, just like you said, man. So, two big recruits for Iowa State basketball and football, and that's all I got for you. Um, before we close out today, though, I do want to give a nice little plug to. Cyclone Sports, they have a new website up and running with kind of a discussion forum. Uh, I'm going to get you guys the hard URL in just a second. Um, Okay, so it's isucyclonesports.com. So head on over to isucyclonesports.com. If you guys don't follow, um, just cyclone.sports on social media. They do some good work. Uh, you know, they're, they're just very, very good at reporting news, just kind of some cold, hard facts. They got the Jelani Hamilton commitment out pretty quickly. They do some giveaways every now and then, and they are a new partner for us. So we might be throwing up our uh, podcast link on their website as well. Once that gets, you know, completely up and running and finalized. So we are officially outside the lines sponsored by BNC Fieldhouse in affiliation with, or no, in acquisition with iowa no, chill not acquisition no no no, no in association in, in, is in, the word no no, no that's it in affiliation with iowa chill and in association with cyclone sports which all in all just means that we're a bunch of tryhards so that's who we are outside the lines a bunch of tryhards over here in partnership affiliation and association with a bunch of shit but pumped to be doing business with all of y'all and of course, head on over to BNC Fieldhouse. Check out Iowa Chill's website. Lots of merch. Some, I'm sure, July 4th deals now that the holiday has ended for Iowa Chill. And if you made it this far, thank you for joining us. New, any last thoughts before we close out? Roll clones. All right. Absolutely. Roll clones.